Today I'm going to share with you um, a message that is uh, in this series that uh, Pastor Matt started a couple of uh, weeks ago entitled Interrupt. And uh, the whole uh, teaching is uh, about uh, how to help us in this season of COVID-19 and with all the pandemic, the consequences, the uncertainties and everything that goes with it, illnesses and troubles and all kinds of uh, difficulty that have uh, erupted as a consequence of this COVID-19. So hopefully, I pray that uh, you uh, listen to this and uh, get something out of it that will encourage you in this season and go uh, deeper in your relationship with the Lord. Yeah, so the whole topic is about uh, being interrupted by God with um, this situation, God coach, catching our attention. But today, instead of being interrupted by God, I want to share with you two stories in the book of Mark that uh, uh, give account about two different people who were able, instead of being interrupted by God, they decided to interrupt God uh, in the form of uh, His Son, Jesus Christ. So our first reading comes from the book of Mark, chapter 5, from verse 30, uh, 21 to 36, and then uh, later we'll read uh, um, Mark chapter 10, uh, from verse 46 till the end. So the first reading goes like this. Now when Jesus had crossed over again by boat, to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jeharos by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet, and begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for twelve years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said within herself, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. And be healed of your affliction. While he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the, mat uh, the teacher any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word, 
that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. This is a classical uh, uh, reading, a story that most of us we have heard. So I won't spend too much time trying to explain the details of it, but we just read it and uh, we understand. But look at, create that uh, picture in your mind. The Bible talks about Jesus uh, coming into uh, a, a, a place where uh, just after performing some miracles elsewhere, he arrived in this town. And then this man, Jeharos, uh, who had his daughter who was unwell, came to him and begged him that he should go and lay hands on his daughter and pray for her, for the, her to leave. And uh, uh, Jesus uh, attended to him, and Jesus decided to go with him to his house. But whilst going, the Bible says a woman who had been suffering, the Bible never says her age and so on and so forth, but the Bible specifically says that she had suffered with bleeding for 12 years, and that she had gone to several physicians, and she never got better. Actually, she spent all her money, and so she interrupted Jesus. So the point here is the interrupted uh, uh, series, the, 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 the point of our uh, study. She interrupted Jesus, because remember, Jesus was going into Jeharos's house, and this picture is very much like uh, you and I, or someone in the church, someone, a Christian, or or, uh, somebody calling upon God for his attention, for God to intervene in his or her situation. And uh, whilst Jesus, uh, uh, so to say, to use that terminology, was coming, instead of uh, coming to uh, 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 help you out, it happens that uh, that situation gets delayed. So this is the picture. It looks like so many of us, we have prayed. And sometimes when you pray, you have a sense that God, has answered your prayer. You have an inner witness that this prayer is answered, that you are going to see the result, whether it is healing or a miracle, a job, a breakthrough, whatever you have been expecting, a family issue, a relationship issue, whatever it is, it might look big, it might look significant, but when you prayed, you felt an inward testimony that the Lord has answered you. But that answer is in the spirit. But before you see it manifest, uh, it takes time. And actually, in the case of this uh, uh, story, it looks like Jeharos, uh, 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 who uh, went through this uh, situation, he was uh, literally physically witnessing the delay, the interrupts, uh, the interrupting of Jesus uh, that this woman uh, uh, did. And Imagine yourself in the shoes of Jeharos. If I were him, let me tell you personally, I would have been fuming and like, what are you doing? My daughter is suffering. She's dying and so on and so forth. But the Bible never mentions about Jeharos being impatient, showing any sign of complaint and panicking and so on and so forth. But that is unfortunately what many of us we do. When you pray about something, 
something and you have a conviction that God has heard your prayer, there is no need when it looks like it is delaying that you should panic. You shouldn't change your mind. You shouldn't move on to something else. Many of us at an inch to our breakthrough, that is where we move. That is where we get discouraged. That is where we change our vision. But the Jeharos, even though in this case, the Bible never says how long it took, but imagine the scene where this woman purpose to come in the crowd, touch Jesus, and for Jesus to turn and ask who did this and so on and so forth. And actually, in the end, when she took time and comes and confesses, she the Bible says she told all her life, her love story. So imagine this must have taken some time, but Jeharos was there. This is uh, an indication that you are uh, 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 in a place where it looks like your prayer is being delayed. Your prayer hasn't been answered yet. Uh, I'm here to tell you prophetically that it is not because God didn't hear you. It is not because uh, the angel of the Lord hasn't been sent. Uh, but it looks like uh, there has been an interruption. There has been uh, a hijack of that angel. But it, de- uh, delay is not uh, denial. The fact that your prayer hasn't been yet answered, it doesn't mean that uh, it is not going to be answered. Because Jesus himself was uh, walking towards uh, the house of Jehoras to attend to his need. I'm here to tell you that the Lord by his spirit uh, has been uh, coming to answer your need, to uh, meet your need, to answer your request or your problem or your uh, circumstance. And uh, I am here to tell somebody, don't give up. Because that is exactly what Jesus told uh, this man afterwards. But before we get into that, what happened is that uh, this woman, uh, the reason why she was able to get a miracle, you see, when she came in the crowd, many people were around. This looks very much like church. Many of us, we go to our church gatherings. We go uh, uh, into our homes. Uh, we have prayer meetings. Uh, now we have it uh, online and so on and so forth. We are many that get connected. But some of us, we are just so happy, just hanging around Jesus, hanging around church, doing the things, the, 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 the uh, uh, singing, the clapping, the dancing, the listening of the uh, sermon and so on and so forth. Let me tell you, that is not good enough. This woman said, I am not just happy being around Jesus. I want something. I want to get something. Obviously, we don't come to church. We don't come upon God because of the things we need. But that is inclusive. We can't apologize for it. The God we serve, He didn't come to only save our souls. He promised that if we work with Him, He will assist us, He will deliver us, He will uh, uh, give us testimonies. So, Coming to him, getting around church, doing church stuff, playing church, never delivers any breakthrough, never gives you any testimony. But if you are able, just like this woman, and that is the first key you need to understand, she resolved in her heart that if I can but touch his clothes, I will be healed. I want to tell you, it doesn't matter. You may be listening to this uh, online. You may be listening it on the uh, 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 podcast or whatever. God is right where you are. You can touch him. You see, the way you can, uh, this woman had uh, experience, she touched uh, the cloth 
physically. But in your case, Jesus is wherever you are. He's omnipresent. You can be in your car, you can be in your bedroom, your living room, you can be uh, running, doing some, some jogging. God is the, right where you are. And as you listen, I want you to understand that the Spirit of the Lord is with you wherever you are. Remember, this is our mouth of the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit of the Lord can reach out to you if you are able to stretch your faith, if you are able to uh, stretch your, uh, your confidence, your trust in Him. This woman purpose that I have suffered too long. I would like to encourage you. If you had enough of that situation, don't just pray about it. Don't just wait for it to be solved. Don't just uh, hang around church. Exercise faith. And what is faith? The Bible says it is the firm, uh, 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 the, the, the firm assurance of the things you hope for. or It is the evidence of things hoped for. It is that thing that you haven't seen yet, but you have firm in your conviction that God has given it unto you. This is what she resolved to do. And because she had decided to touch that garment and to receive a healing according to what she had purposed, that is what God did for her. And today I want to tell you that if you are able to stretch your faith, if you are able to resolve in your heart, if you are able to tell yourself uh, that today is the day of my salvation, today is the day where I want to experience that Jesus that these Christians have been talking about for too long. I want to have my personal experience. Jesus, reveal yourself to me. I am a, 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 a regular to church or haven't been going to church, but I want, I have heard people talk about him because they key element in this story is that this woman heard other people testify about Jesus being able to heal, being able to deliver, being able to do things. But she decided, I want to experience it myself. Today can be that day for you. If you can decide in your heart, if you, you see, the Bible says with uh, the heart, we, uh, we believe unto uh, uh, righteousness and with the mouth, uh, we confess, we declare, we, be, uh, we declare unto, uh, unto faith. So it is important for you and I, if we say we believe, to act upon it. Imagine this woman believing, saying that she believes, and standing by or being just in the crowd, never doing anything. Put your faith into action. You'll be surprised at the intervention of God. You'll be surprised at the turnaround that God will bring into your story. I'm here to tell somebody, it doesn't matter what COVID has created. It doesn't matter what the experts are saying concerning the economy, concerning how life is going to be. Actually, nobody knows. People can only anticipate. People can just hypothesize. But I want you to understand that God knew that this was going to happen. This did not come as a surprise to the God who knows all things. But in the midst of it, he knew that at such a day as this, you were going to listen to this message. And I'm here to tell you that this is a divine appointment for you to have your testimony. But only when God meets faith, not just when you come around, 
So this woman resolved, and because she resolved in her heart, she was met by God. I want you today, Jesus Christ is the same, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, yesterday, today, and forever. What he did for that woman, he is the one who divided the Red Sea. He is the one who raised the dead. He is the one who did all kinds of miracles. He did not stop when he was here physically. And we have so many testimonies in the Bible and in our time about God doing the supernatural. He hasn't stopped. He's only going to respond to people who exercise faith in him, in his power, in his ability to sort them out. And today that can be you. The next testimony that is going to come out of you will be an encouragement, will be a wow experience to somebody who has been struggling, who would like to hear something that will encourage. They knew your situation, they knew your circumstances, but you will come and tell them that because I called upon the name of the Lord, he came, he rescued me, and he gave me this testimony. He can do it again. It doesn't matter how long you've been waiting. It doesn't matter how long you've been praying. It doesn't matter how long you have been in faith. It all matters when you purpose in your heart that today is the day of salvation. Today is my day of breakthrough. Today is my day of uh, 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 victory. That is where you are going to meet with God. That is where you are going to experience the supernatural. That is where the release of the anointing of God is going to make a history with you. I want you to understand, my brother or my sister, that the Lord today is speaking to you through my voice. He's speaking to your situation. He's speaking to your fears. He's speaking to your anxieties. He's speaking to that sickness. He's speaking to that situation that uh, let there be peace. But this peace is only going to manifest when you are able to stretch your faith. You are able to hold on to his promise and take it in. Anyway, let us move on. This woman decided and came and got a a breakthrough. Now remember, the Bible says as uh, as soon as she finished her story, the uh, servants of Jeharos came and told him, look, don't bother Jesus anymore. Actually, your daughter is dead. This looks like many uh, uh, people coming alongside you and I telling us, look, uh, there is no point uh, you praying anymore. There is no point you uh, 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 calling upon God. That situation that we all know is getting worse. Why do you bother? Why do you continue to, uh, uh, to, 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 to go to church? Why do you continue to believe? Yes, I know sometimes it is so daunting. It is so frustrating. We told people that our God is almighty. We told them that oh, he would do it. But instead of we seeing the turnaround, the things went from bad to worse. In this case, it didn't just go bad to worse. It, go, it went from uh, 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 bad to dead. It is like no hope. The people said, don't bother the master anymore. And I am here to tell somebody, it doesn't matter the report that people have brought to you. It doesn't matter what the doctor has said. It doesn't matter what your neighbors are saying. That is contrary to the promise of God. Just like Jesus, I am here to tell you, do not be afraid 
only believe. Another translation from the old King James says, uh, do, uh, fear not, keep on believing. That is one of my mottos. Uh, keep on believing. In another word, what Jesus was saying, uh, you started believing. You believed in me. You believe in my ability to help you. You believe in my ability to heal uh, your daughter. That is why you came and uh, asked for my assistance in the first place. But I am the same person who is able to heal every disease. I am also the one who is able to bring back to life. So if that situation has gone from bad to worse, remember, he's not just a, a, a healer, he's the resurrector. The Bible says he is the, the, the one who is able to bring back to life. He's, uh, he says, I am the resurrection and I am the life. So I speak prophetically to every situation in which you find yourself. Let the resurrection power of God come to you now. Come to that situation and turn it around. That which was dead uh, as we celebrated uh, Pentecost a couple of days ago. I speak by the spirit of the living God. The Bible says in the book of Romans, if the spirit that rose Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that rose uh, Jesus from the dead shall give life to your mortal bodies. I don't care the reports of men. I don't care how long this situation has been. Uh, if you are able to connect, uh, if you are able to receive this word. The Bible says in the book of Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2 that uh, the prophet said uh, as I heard the voice the word of the Lord, the spirit entered into me. So as you hear my voice right now, this has nothing to do with me but I'm just a messenger and I declare that the spirit of the Lord enters into you and changes your circumstances, changes your situation. God is still in the business of doing the supernatural. God is still in the business of doing the extraordinary don't listen to the reports of men. Don't listen to what is going on that is uh, apparently impossible. We serve uh, a, a God who is able to make a way where there seems to be no way. He is the God who lifts up people. We are serving the lifter of men. We are serving the one who steps in, who decrees a thing and it is established. I want you to believe with me. We are living in this last days where he promised that he will pour his spirit upon all flesh. This is not something that only the pastors will do. This is something that any believer will experience. I have this conviction in my spirit that we are in a time, in an age with all that is going on all over the world, that God is looking for an army. He's looking for a group of people who will say, yes, I am just a human, but I have the spirit of the living God. Yes, I am limited, humanly speaking, but I serve a God who is unlimited in his power, unlimited in his ability. Yes, I have been uh, uh, tossed to and fro by circumstances of life, but because I serve the living God, the one who rose his son from the dead, the one who resurrected the daughter of Jeharis, the one who healed this woman with the issue of blood, the one who did so many miracles, 
case. He is stepping into my case. He's bringing life into my situation. He's touching my life today and there will be a powerful testimony. Dare to believe him today. The reason why you haven't witnessed the supernatural is because you have been complacent. You have been just hanging around. It is time for you. You see, faith is not just a, is not a noun. It's a verb. You need to act upon it. You need to move upon it. You need to live it. And you'll be shocked at the testimony that he gives to you. Anyway, our time is far gone. Let me just quickly go to the next uh, 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 story. That is also a very uh, a common story in churches uh, where the, uh, the story of uh, a man who was uh, called uh, uh, Bartimaeus. Uh, and this man, the Bible says uh, he was blind. But not only that he was blind, he was also a beggar. And the Bible says uh, one day when Jesus was uh, going out of Jericho, a city in uh, uh, Israel called Jericho, the blind man was seated uh, by the wayside uh, and he was begging, expecting to receive money from people uh, passing by. And God, uh, the word of God says, uh, this man hearing the crowd talking and making noise around Jesus. Just like church, people make noise. Instead of tapping into the power that is made available, instead of claiming and receiving the download of the power of God to being a witness, to being a good news, to bringing life, they are just happy hanging around church, hanging around Jesus. But today, God is raising a new category, a new generation of Christians who want to take upon themselves the responsibility of being good news. We are born again to be soul winners. We are born again to bring good news, to bring assistance, to serve our communities in the workplace, in the marketplace, in the schools, in the streets. Let be the feet, the mouth, the hands, and the head of Jesus. Let us bring answer to a hopeless nation, a hopeless uh, 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 environment, hopelessness environment. Let us bring hope. Let us bring faith. Let us bring assistance. Let us bring good news. And this man was seated there, not even seeing with his physical eyes, but he could hear that, no, there was this man, Jesus, who was in town. And I'm pretty sure he heard earlier before that this Jesus was a healer. I'm sure he must have heard because we are in chapter 10 of Mark, the book of Mark. So I'm here, I'm sure he must have heard the story of this woman of the issue of blood who was healed by that man called Jesus. And he has he heard also the story of this Jehoros' daughter being resurrected from the dead. So he had a choice whether to ask for Jesus for some cash. And he thought, no, in terms of priority, if he gives me cash, this can finish. But if I am able to see, then I will be able to generate cash myself. I'm telling somebody here, don't go for little, don't go for the least, don't go for plan B, plan C, plan D, and so on and so forth. Stick to plan A. He had purpose in his heart that if I am able to 
get the attention of Jesus, if he's able to open my eyes, if he's able to heal my uh, 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 inability to see, then I will be able to take care of myself. And so the Bible says this man started shouting, crying out loud, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And as he shouted, the thing is, the reality is, Jesus never stood. Jesus never attended to him. But you know what? Rather, it was people around him who were trying to intimidate him. The Bible says in verse 48, then many people around warned him and told him to be quiet. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. This is pretty much like church. Many people who are not aware of your challenge, many people who are not in in the know of what you are going through, they'll be telling you no, but at least you can be satisfied. Don't be too zealous. Keep quiet. Don't do, I mean, you are overdue it. Why, David, are you shouting? God is not dead. God is not deaf. Yes, just take it slow. No, let me tell you, if you are not in my shoes, you do not understand the circumstances that are motivating my shouting louder. I want to tell somebody, don't let anyone shut you down. Don't let anyone make you feel oh, there are more important people for Jesus to attend to. Let me tell you, the Bible says, uh, call upon the name of the Lord and will deliver you. If you keep shout, your man shout, if you keep quiet, he won't attend to you. But if you call upon him and it looks like he hadn't attended, uh, cry out the more. And when I say cry out the more, I do not necessarily mean it in terms of uh, the, the, the volume. I'm saying just like this woman, she actually never even spoke. She resolved in her heart. You make make a loud cry by even saying things in your heart. You might also make a loud cry by voicing out, but it is not the volume, it is the heart, the way it reacts to your situation. So today, as you hear my voice, I want to encourage you, if you shouted, if you cried, and the Lord hadn't attended to you, shout the more, call upon him more, keep on pushing, keep on praying, keep on believing. One day and that day is today. The Lord will hear you and will attend to you. Jesus, the Bible says, is stood and commanded that people should bring, uh, should come to him. And the very people who were trying to shut him down, they were the one who were now encouraging this man. This very much like church, isn't it? Well, the people who said, no, it is not possible. You are too old. You have grown. I mean, if you were 30, if you were 35, then you could have married. Now you are 50 plus. Come on. Please forget. Let other younger people talk about marriage. Oh, no. If uh, the, 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 your, your work experience is not enough, you cannot be employed in that business. Uh, they, are, they are aiming too high. You are not qualified for that post. Uh, let me tell you, when God uh, comes uh, and uh, assists someone in the minority, he can make you become the majority. When God comes and backs someone who is thought to be not qualified, he's the one 
one who qualifies. It is not about skills. It is not about knowledge. It is not about who you know or who you don't. If you know the Lord, it is enough. I'm here to tell somebody, be of good cheer. The very people who were discouraging him and they were now the, one who, the ones who were encouraging him to rise and to go to the master. I'm telling you, many people who thought you were finished, that there wasn't any hope for you, they are going to see the turnaround, your miracle breakout, the breakthrough take place, the supernatural happen into your life, and they will be, wow, how did you do it? And you will lead them, not to you, not to your fasting, not to your prayer, but to the one who is gracious to whoever comes to him in humility. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of your turnaround. Today is the day that the Lord has purpose to change your circumstance, to give you a testimony. The Bible says, uh, Bartimaeus uh, threw his garment of, uh, 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 of a beggar away and rose and came to Jesus. Uh, and when he came to Jesus, uh, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? God is asking you, don't be general. Don't be superficial. Don't be out there dreaming. Be specific. What is it that you are expecting? God can do it. Describe. Tell him his hearing, his listening, and you'll be shocked at the way he will step in. Somebody said, but I've been asking. I haven't seen it. Oh, just do like Bartimaeus. Ask them more. Shout them more. Believe them more. Push them more. There will be an instant breakthrough. And the Bible says, Jesus told this man, Bartimaeus, go your way. Your faith has made you well. If you want to be in the congregation, in the community of people of great testimony, you need to exercise faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of the Lord. Today, as you listen to me, by the voice of the living God, by the word of the living God, I want you to believe the report of God. I don't care what the report of men told you. I don't care what the, the, the economists are saying. I'm here to tell you, if you have spent a lot of time in darkness, then you know how to appreciate light when it comes. When you have spent a lot of time in pain, you can appreciate when healing comes. When you have spent a lot of time hungry, then you can value food when it gives it given unto you. I'm here to tell somebody, get ready to enjoy what you have never been able to enjoy. This man, uh, the Bible doesn't say, but I'm pretty sure he was uh, 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 blind from birth, uh, but for the first time he started seeing, his story changed. I'm here to tell somebody, your story is changing today. The Lord is giving you a testimony. The Lord is giving you a chance uh, in this time, in this age, in this year, you are going to experience the glory of the Lord. Let me pray for you. May the Lord our God bless you. May the Lord meet you at the point of your need. May the Lord surprise you in this month of the Holy Spirit. May the Lord come to you in a way you have never experienced him before. It doesn't matter your current circumstance. Actually, as I speak, the Holy Spirit of the Lord is witnessing with my spirit that there are some healing that are taking place right now. Receive the healing touch of God. Receive the power.
power of the Holy Spirit. Let's uh, start bursting in tongues. Let's start uh, sleeping in uh, joy because the victory that you have been waiting for has come to you. I prophesy a turn around into your circumstances. I prophesy the glory of the Lord reaches you right now. Your story changes. Your circumstances changes. A change right now by the power of God and in the name of Jesus. Be blessed with the blessings of God Almighty and may you be a blessing to the kingdom of God, to all people who come to you and may your testimony be an encouragement to all those who know you in Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen.